If you're into designer furniture and you want the sofa that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends and all the quality, but without the designer prices. Check them out. Designer Looks at American Signature Furniture or designerlooks.com. This is Photo Country, the podcast where we talk to photographers, both professional and enthusiasts around the world. And I'm your host, Rajiv. This is the full version of the radio show that I do on Presendo FM. You can catch my show every Friday 12 to 1 p.m. on 87.8 FM if you are in Avondale, Auckland area. If not, you can get it on iHeartRadio app. Welcome to episode 7. They say that the best camera is the camera that you have with you and that invariably happens to be the smartphone. In this episode, I am talking to a fellow mobile photographer, Judith Webster. She has been a long-time champion of all my workshops and photo walks. She has her own unique style, capturing the urban built environment in her own minimalistic style. I have been wanting to talk to her on the podcast ever since I started this. So, here she is. Hey Judith, thanks for coming on my podcast. I've been wanting to invite you for quite some time. So, thanks for your time. Oh, well, thank you very much for inviting me. So, just wanted to know, like, how did this journey start for you? Gosh, well, um... It started probably a couple of years ago, actually, probably just shortly before I, I met you going to your course. I was visiting my daughter in Dublin and she was working. I was there for about a month. So I had to explore the city by myself, which was fine. And then I just started to think, oh, well, I'll take some photographs. And she was staying in a beautiful little village in Dublin, but sort of about 30 minutes out of the centre. It had gorgeous cliff walks. It had historical buildings a working port, fishing port. And so I started there wandering around and I started to take some photos um, there. And then for the first time in my life, I ha- I'd had Facebook but because it was the way that I kept up with my daughter's goings on. But I thought, um, oh, I'll post something on Facebook. And I started to get great feedback from friends. So that kind of encouraged me. And then I spent um, that month exploring the city. In fact, interestingly enough, the first time I went to Dublin, I didn't do that. And I thought, gosh, it's a kind of a dreary place was how I felt. I liked it, lovely, beautiful people, but it was very grey. And this time, when I, the second time when I had my camera at the ready, I thought, my gosh, it's really a vibrant, quite colourful city. So it was interesting to just see it through different eyes. Right. Is the only camera that, I, that you know is the mobile or is, it, do you use any other camera? No, I only use the mobile. I'm not, I think this, I'm not um, technically particularly savvy. I need to develop it more in that area. But also the camera, the uh, mobile is so easy. It's always there. And that's what I got used to. And I did upgrade my, my phone once I started to get um, interested in, in the photography. But no, just so far, just the just the mobile. And what's the kind of reaction that you're getting to your photographs? Look, I've had really positive reactions. I had right at the um, beginning, it was from the few friends that um, saw things on um, Facebook. I'm now on Instagram. My daughter, you know, persuaded me to go put, put my photographs on Instagram, which I'm really pleased that she did. So I'm starting to, to develop a bit of a following there. I'm not in the um, thousands yet, like some people, but, but bit by bit, I'm developing a following. I mean, what's exciting is that my photographs are being featured on hubs and things, which is exciting and the kinds of hubs that, have, you know, have photographs that interest me. And more recently, I was invited to participate in a, an international publication of minimalist um, photographers. So there's, it's a Portuguese publication company. It was 33 photographers from 22 countries and we got to submit six photographs each and I'm just waiting now for the to see the actual book. I've seen a, a layout but I ha- haven't yet got the book. 
So that's well, that was pretty exciting and blew me away, actually. Amazing, amazing. That's that's quite something where you kind of started off and where you kind of ended up. Yeah, what I was asking you about is the difference that you see uh, shooting with a mobile and shooting with the uh, regular camera, even with the if it is uh, point and shoot. Look, I, I mean, I honestly can't comment because any photographs that I've taken were years and years ago, apart from like a couple on the mobile that might be a picture of a friend or something but so I can't really compare quite I mean it is something that I think about that as I progress it's something that I might get interested in learning about but at the moment I don't have a camera so it's my mobile. So why did you get interested in minimalism? Yeah it's interesting isn't it? I think, look, I've always had a real interest in design, in things visual, and I've always, even if you walk, someone comes into my house, it's not minimalist in the sense that there's nothing around, but I'm an un- I don't like clutter, I like simplicity, I love clear lines, I love space around things. It's interesting, I mean, I've got a, f- a few paintings and prints and things, and my sister has a lot of artwork, and she has them on her walls very close together, and there's a lot of them. Whereas for me, I've got to have space around them. Like it's, that's how I see them. So I think it's just kind of ingrained in me, really. That's how, that's what I like. That's what gives me pleasure is the kind of simplicity and and sense of space around. So I think that's, uh, it's definitely come from that kind of, that, that interest. And also then, of course, what I see when I look around is I tend to hone in on things off, often or I'll see a shape of something that, that appeals and yeah. Yeah, so that, that brings me to my next question. What is it that you like to shoot? Right. I I most I do predominantly like to shoot the built environment, so architecture, buildings. It could be anything really, something on a wall, a light fitting or whatever. So I do tend to photograph things in the built environment. I mean, I would love it. I look on Instagram and I see people photographing these wonderful um, buildings. I'm, I'm particularly interested in modern architecture, although, again, I just went to Christchurch recently and went to Islam where there's lots of brutalist architecture, which is relatively modern. But I, I love Love that. I'm not as interested in historic buildings and things. So yeah, so it is, does tend to be the built environment. Although interestingly enough, if I go and um, shoot something like flowers or plants or something, I'll be drawn to the ones that are kind of architectural and structural and as opposed to the so sort of pretty flowers. So I think I just have this bent for, as I say, the simple, the structural, the dramatic in that. Right, right. And yeah, it needs to be geometric in some way for you to shoot. <laughs> yes, it probably does. I sort of do like, in fact, it's funny in the in my school days, which was a long time ago, in the sort of realm of math, the only area that I enjoyed, and I didn't really ever understand it, but the only bit I liked was the geometry and it was because I liked drawing the circles and the triangles and things so yeah so there's something in, in built in me I think that is attracted to those those things what's your process like once you shoot and then uh, do you post process it or all on your mobile yeah how, can you yes, explain I, that to me? I do look I at the moment I I use sometimes a few things that's actually on the mobile some of the, the editing app on that and that's how I started and then when I went on your course whenever that was 18 months ago or so you introduced me to Snapseed so I use Snapseed a lot and I don't I mean I don't use a lot of um the aspects I crop obviously and I use the tunes one with looking at the, the sort of light and the shade the saturation those sorts of things though those would be the two that I use the most in there sometimes the details one just to, to pull some things out I mean one of the things that I try carefully not to do although sometimes I get it wrong is to kind of over edit it 
because sometimes I look back on something. In fact, funnily enough, when I was choosing the photographs to submit to this publication, there was one that I really liked and I looked at it and I just thought, no, I've over-processed it. I just can't. I really love the shape of it, but I just thought, no, I can't use that. It's, you can tell that I've um, fiddled around with it. So I try to, I will intensify colours and things because I love that's another thing as well as shape. I love colour. But it's relatively simple editing at the moment. And one of the things that attracted me early on was that on the phone I started to do the kind of double exposure things. And I could create things that were like abstract paintings. So we, we talked about, you know, uh, what you like to shoot and, and how, how you do your process, etc. What are your favourite places to shoot? I mean, obviously, it's Dublin. Well, I have a very soft spot now for Dublin, not only because my daughter lives there, because but it really did start me off on this hobby which is which was fantastic look I'm obviously I'm drawn towards um, areas that are built up I so I mean I do love it if I can find buildings that that I love so the Auckland Art Gallery is a wonderful building Teoru um, Gallery out in of contemporary art out in Waitakere is is a fantastic building particularly you know particularly the inside is, is just glorious so I love it if I can find a building that I think is beautiful but we're not jam-packed with those and so I'm learning more and more that actually you can pick out details of a building or you can take it in such a way where the building itself might be quite ordinary but the photograph can be quite interesting or at least I think so. So that's quite good for me. So there are some areas that I've discovered that I quite like photographing and I really enjoy starting up in Simon Street and walking all the way down to Britomart, so down Simon Street and into down Anzac Ave and then sort of just around that base at Britomart. All sorts of things I discover there and every time I go there I discover something different and of course if you go at different times of the day you'll get a different light or a different shadow or something. So that's somewhere that I really like to go. So what I tend to do is I'll think oh I'm going to go to somewhere wherever it is and then I'll just walk and just see what I discover on the way. So occasionally I will think oh I want to photograph a particular place. I did that recently for the event centre out in Monaco, the Pacific, I don't know if you've seen it, but the Pacific Event Centre and it's quite an interesting building. So I specifically went out to look at that building. But normally I go to an area and just wander and see what I find and usually you find something. (laughs) Question I wanted to ask you because I've been experiencing this right now because it's been raining all the time and I've not been able to go out. So what I've done is I've started experimenting with still life um, (laughs) in my living room. You you must have seen those flowers that I photographed the other day. Yes. So what did you do when lockdown happened? (laughs) Well, it's funny you should say that because I I did start, I did exactly the same thing, but not so, but I still was sticking to my style probably to a large extent. So I had some, I have some furniture that I think is quite interesting and I tended to take, I abstracted it and took, again, elements of those. I had some quite interesting windows that had sort of that bubbly, those bubbly sort of windows. And I discovered that you could take really interesting photographs through them because they, again, um, abstracted and um, what was that, what was beyond them. It tended to be focused on the 
the built form, and in that case, it was often furniture or the structure of the house or whatever. But yes, it was. It's frustrating, and even now, with because one of the things that I really love, actually, and they always say, don't go out in the midday sun to photograph. Well, I quite like the midday sun because I I like that. I I love the New Zealand blue or the Auckland anyway blue skies, and I quite like some of that harsh light. I don't mind. I'm quite attracted to that. Right. Mm. So I think it would be a great idea if you do photo walks, architectural photo walks. You should. It'd be interesting. Oh, I'm looking for people who'll take me on walks. So, so anyway, that's why I've enjoyed your walks and your courses. So, you know, anything like that. And there's actually very few I find on mobile. They're mostly saying you need a DSLR or a mirrorless camera. Yeah, that's one of the reasons that I started that course because there's so many of these DSLR courses around, but nothing on the mobile. No. I mean, because mobile is a legitimate content creation tool. Yes. Yeah, I know. I mean, there's so many people using the mobile that for varying degrees. And I mean, there's some absolutely wonderful photography done on the mobile phone. I looked for clubs and stuff. I sort of thought, oh, is there, I wonder if there's a mobile phone club, but it doesn't seem to know camera club but there doesn't seem to be yeah so one of the things that i've been thinking of doing is start a meetup on mobile photography i don't find anything in auckland on mobile photography no on meetup so where you could meet once a month yeah it's a great and idea go somewhere it's a great so, idea. so i think that's what i'll do i encourage you to do that yeah no it's a great it is a great idea because you i mean i don't i learn a lot that way we talked about a whole range of interesting things the one question I, I always ask all my guests is what gear do you use you're not going to get a lot out of me for, on that question i'm afraid rajiv my right. mobile and snapseed those are those, yeah all right so coming to the end of the uh, conversation what you will you say to your younger self or to anybody who is starting out at the moment mobile photography or otherwise just photography in general what will you tell them First of all, I'd say give it a go because, as I said, for me, I kind of had a, I think I had a sense that I would quite like to do this, but the few efforts that I'd, one or two photos that I'd taken years ago were just so awful that I just thought, no, I can't do that. So I think, number one, give it a go. Learn from others, read, critique your work and ask others to critique your work. Like it's, I think it's fantastic when somebody can look at something and say, you know, had you thought about doing this? Or because that's, well, for me, that's a way that I can learn. So be open to that and develop your own style. I think we're quite driven by, even though I'm using Instagram and I, and I like Instagram and I learn lots from it, you can get caught up in being driven by, oh, do I think that'll get me likes? Because interestingly enough, sometimes the photographs that I like and I post, I might get less likes on than some of the others that I still quite like, but they would, might not be my favorites. So, you know, I think not being driven by those sorts of things is important. And we all get caught up in that. I mean, it's lovely to get likes. So you feel, oh, goody, goody. So, so yeah, I just, I think that just ex- experiment and enjoy it, like get pleasure from it. Great words, Judith. Thanks. Thanks for being on the show. That's fantastic. Thank you, Rajiv. <laughs> Thanks, Judith, for coming on the show. It was great talking to you. So that, my friends, is episode 7. I hope you liked it. You can catch Judith Webster's work on Instagram. Her handle is judith.webster.54. This show would not exist if not for you listeners. So a big thank you to whoever is listening. As always, please share this podcast with someone who likes photography. Till the next episode, stay safe and keep clicking. This is Rajiv signing off. 
Searching for the loan that's right for your life or your business? The Bank of Clark County offers personal auto financing, personal loans and business lines of credit, mortgages and business real estate loans, home equity loans, personal and business construction loans, and more. Whether you're looking to upgrade your life or your business, the Bank of Clark County has the loan that fits. Visit your local Bank of Clark County branch or go to bankofclark.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. 